0: Craig, welcome to Founder Sessions. Thank you for joining me today. You are the creator of a startup called JustLend. Tell me about yourself and then we'll go into what JustLend is.
1: Yeah. Uh, tell you a bit about myself. I've been running a staff or Just JustLend for four years, part-time, now full-time. Prior to that, I did a bit of consulting in kind of tech and tech outsourcing and working with some of the big companies before that. Uh, was part of somebody else's startup but lived that life for about seven eight years and had some equity in that business and that was a roller coaster of a ride and before that i was at university and worked for bt so yeah there's that too i have two little kids and a wonderful wife i got married at 25 so um yeah yeah that's that's me in in a short nutshell
0: it seems you were thrust in from with the big boys of BT after uni, uh, and then what took you to the startup life?
1: Actually, no. I I was involved in youth politics before university. So if you've ever heard of something called UK Youth Parliament, I was a yes. trustee of that, and there's now members of Youth Parliament all over the country. And I was uh, an NYP, and then a, a trustee, and I got uh, spotted by BT um, when I did that. That and um. They said, would I like to do a gap year working for them in their head office? And I did that. And then they helped fund me for a university. And then I didn't have to go to BT afterwards. And I had a, I had a choice. I could join the graduate program at BT, but I felt like I'd done that because I'd been at BT for a few years while at uni, or I could join MediaCom, which is a big uh, media agency, or I could join this guy's startup that I met on a street corner. Which sounded quite interesting around mapping navigation. And so that's the option I chose back then. <laughs> so, so that's uh yeah.
0: I was gonna ask why why was that the option when there was solid options, very solid options in BT and and the other one. Did you just like the the randomness of this man on the street corner and it just intrigued you? <laughs> well it must have done because he joined them. <laughs>
1: The chap's name was Peter and I was living in near St. Peter's church and I'm a Christian and I believe in calling. I was praying about a job and what jobs I should do. And I bumped into this guy on the street and his name was Peter he said, did I want to join his startup? And I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- the story goes much deeper than that, but I'll leave it there. And I thought it would be really interesting and exciting, and so that's the reason that I joined his startup rather than joining the grad programs at big
0: corporates. Not many do that. Many jump into the security first and then trickle into the startup world. But you just were like, no, nah, BT, keep your offer, and I'll I'll go join this one.
1: Something I learned because I worked when I was at BT. I worked for the. A chap called peter morgan he was kind of senior in the organization he'd climbed the whole all the ranks and had done some fantastic things but was telling me about adventure and about wanting to write a book and motorbike around the world and that was one of the things that pushed me into working for this different chap called peter because it just seemed exciting and i really wanted to do that rather than join the grant program so that kind of gives you the background to it it was like i could be at this company for 20 years and then think what if? So I thought I'd just do the what if and see what would happen. It's
0: it's that adventure that drives a lot of people. And this startup you mentioned the uh, road mapping and maps and things. Do you want to talk a bit more about that one?
1: It was called NAD Free. Nearly ten percent of the UK had it on their phones at one point. Um, it starts with a few users, but. We used open source map data and built a navigatable map on top. So you could drive from A to B. I mean, this sounds commonplace now, like uh, with Google maps, Google maps didn't exist back then, or Google navigation, uh, same with Apple maps. Nav three was the first to kind of one of the first to launch definitely the first in the UK. And it grew very, very popular very, very quickly. And that started off there and it grew to about 30 million users around the world. And this is kind of quite a while ago now so this is before kind of there were a lot of vcs in the uk so yeah it was interesting to to see kind of that grow we raised kind of capital from a family office it was one hell of a ride that's for sure so it was uh, it was fascinating absolutely fascinating yeah once we raised some money i'd go out and kind of do business development and close deals around different parts of the world so i fly out to China working with automotive companies or go to different parts of Europe, or I I lived in the United States for a bit in San Francisco, yeah, it was, it was, it was an adventure. And I guess that's what I was after. So, um, and I learned how to raise capital and the different forms of raising capital, learn how to structure deals. You know, I went in there with kind of marketing experience. So yeah, I'm still on the marketing side of things. And then learned a bit about the tech and kind of how the tech operated and would speak to the technical teams regularly as that grew. It was good fun. So, and, and, uh, I learned about startup in the sense of the ups and downs of a startup.
0: Brilliant life experience. And personally, what did you learn during that time?
1: I didn't have a business degree learning about everything in a startup and how a startup operates and what you need would be the biggest learnings. Um, and also being comfortable with the uncomfortable. I'm not sure if you can ever be comfortable with the uncomfortable, but yeah, learning. Yeah. Learn to be as comfortable as you can in that.
0: So yeah, like being pushed beyond your comfort zone, essentially. And I think a lot of people say that's where you people really grow when they pushed that sort of, when they're not familiar with this sort of this lifestyle i would say
1: yeah so whether that's kind of yeah negotiating contracts with large organizations where you've never done it before whether it is yeah looking at runway and understanding that there's not much runway and being uncom- being comfortable knowing that and being comfortable in the changing nature of what it is you're building as a product and you know knowing from one month to the next, things might look a little bit different. It, it's very different to the big corporate world where you kind of sit in your own little boxes, you know, being comfortable that you could be designing one day or talking to press another or doing a commercial deal, these types of things.
0: keep you on your toes. <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: And like, yeah, and I'm, yeah, there's so many, there's so many aspects to it. I think that would be, yeah, the biggest personal development, being comfortable in the uncomfortable
0: when you left that startup you moved into consultancy is that right?
1: I was starting to kind of formulate my own startup and I was dealing with the FCA which is the regulator uh, on this idea that I had. It took two 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 and a half years working with the regulator and while I was kind of working with the regulator uh, I did some consultancy to kind of keep money coming in while, um, while we find, found out kind of what we could and couldn't do with this startup venture. That was interesting. And that was in tech outsourcing. That was providing like a tech resource. So basically some phenomenal developers to a wide range of companies. So Icado, Sky Skyscanner, yeah, big banks, hedge funds. Yeah, I enjoyed that, but uh, I was doing it while I was trying to
0: get my startup. Two years is a long time just to- Yeah, invest.
1: it was to earn the money. We, we had raised a bit of capital, the startup but we didn't really want to burn any of the capital at that point it was about keeping it there while we kind of figured out what we could or couldn't do and yeah and so that could then be there ready for product and ready for when needed to go full time into the startup
0: what were the feelings around the body saying this is what you can do you can go ahead now was it relief or was it just like right let's get cracking
1: i think it's very much let's get cracking yeah i think it wasn't relief so much because the regulator actually came back and said that you don't need to be regulated for the activity that you're doing which was a bit of a punch in the face in some ways because <laughs> we could have got going two and a half years ago but it was good to know the answers anyway And once we knew the answers yeah it was fantastic that we could kind of get going, crack on and hire more, hire some people and start building our product a bit faster and launch product, etc. cetera. But it was amazing building, working in financial services though, with the regulator it is an interesting experience because my previous startup that I was a part of, it was in navigation mapping, different types of regulation in certain areas, but very light here, heavily, heavily regulated. So we kind of, our first investors were big auto lender in the UK and um, we thought they'd be able to help us with some of the compliance challenges working with the regulator, but they didn't have quite the skill because it wasn't quite their domain. And we worked with a big law firm that gave us some capital as well as in time and resource, but they didn't really have the right skills to kind of provide us all the documentation we need to provide to the regulator. And it was like finding a needle in the haystack to find the person that could really help us get through that regulatory challenge. I think most people would have given up, and not continued at that point. But I guess because of my last startup experience, understanding like what goes into doing something and maybe being a little pig-headed and a bit stubborn kind of meant that I continued with it.
0: In a nutshell, what is JustLend for people watching and listening?
1: Yeah. So JustLend is a lending platform between family and friends. So making lending between family and friends simple straightforward safe and i guess our mission is to stop family breakdown so when it comes to money management so that in a nutshell that's that's what we're about stopping the i promise
0: i'll pay you back conundrum and never doing so
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) everybody's had that
0: yeah i think we spoke about it i think it was last week when we had our chat you know that awkwardness of landing a family member you know some money and promising to get it back and then there's the awkwardness and the, yeah this is the 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 work around the official workaround to this which which i like
1: <laughs> yeah it, it, it comes from many different avenues i guess the original concept came from a friend of ours asking to 10 of us if we borrow some well if we'd lend her some money so she could get on the property ladder she didn't have wealthy parents so her parents couldn't fund the deposit so she needed a few people The question was asked through WhatsApp, but there was no structure to it. So there was no legal agreement, there was no repayment plan. That was kind of uh, uh, that those were some of the questions that we had. I thought, okay, there must be a better way of doing this. And and that became the, the problem that we were trying to solve.
0: And on the platform, you can I've seen you can do everything from raise funds for learning to drive, get in the car deposit on a house that sort of thing do you want to talk more about what you can use the platform to do
1: oh i mean we're seeing so we we launched the product at the end of last year but yeah the types of things that you can create campaigns for is everything from yeah learning to drive buying the first car uh, education so of course setting up a business putting down rents buying your first home home renovation These are kind of the the different things that people might use the platform for. I mean, we're seeing some wild things that are coming in as well. As as this has gone live, those were kind of the things that we'd imagined it would be useful, but we're seeing things like, there's lots of different scenarios around it. Those were kind of the ones that we imagined, but there's everything from, uh, I'm about to have a baby and I need money for a car seat to be able to take my child out of hospital. So these are different types of settings where people are asking their family and friends for money. IVF is actually one that we never imagined, but it's actually quite big. So at the NHS, no longer will support me in my IVF treatment, but my family and friends believe I should be a mum or believe that I would be a good mum. So it would help fund IVF treatment. So there's some real human, the stories are more human than I imagined that they would be, they're not the same as just a normal lending platform. There's a lot around pets because pets are seen as part of the family, so we saw one recently of a pet needing a bionic limb, and were asking—they were asking their wider family of everybody that's kind of had an experience with that pet—to to chip in. Yeah, these are these are the things the platform's being used for today,
0: and it's it's really uncovered everyday problems. You know, the the, the things that have come up on your platform, I imagine, they're just day to day, genuine human problems that feel so common but sometimes can be financially a burden on some people
1: yeah so we see like the cost of living crisis and as we kind of go more into that i think we're going to see more of these types of campaigns created on our platform definitely the the burdens that people are going through yeah we see a lot of so people asking for a few hundred quid here or a few thousand pounds there to kind of uh, get through certain seasons too
0: and craig you launched you launched recently is that right
1: yeah so it's interesting when people say launch isn't it so um we haven't i wouldn't haven't i wouldn't say we've officially launched although we've been in i'd say we're in beta as we still understand our customers so when we launched in beta how we describe it at the end of the year at the end of last year we launched we had all these people coming on but nobody were creating campaigns and we didn't understand why, but then we found out very quickly. We asked them to upload two forms of ID at the beginning of the process and people were doing this, they were setting up their campaigns on the tube. They didn't have two forms of ID with them at the time. And so no one was creating campaigns. And so though I said we launched in December, it then took like six weeks of iteration to take that bit out of the process and put that at a different points in the journey. Then we had people creating campaigns. <laughs> But then people weren't sharing those campaigns. And so when I mean launch, we are still iterating to find product market fit and making things work smoothly, but things take time. So yeah, when people weren't sharing their campaigns, we realized that because of the P2P experience that I talked about before, we were providing people's like affordability to their family and friends in like a score format, Um, like uh, traffic lights like this person will not repay you probably because they don't have a job at the moment and there's this this and this um, and we would tell the lenders that information that meant borrowers wouldn't share we kind of changed things so we showed the data on the borrower rather than the score and then borrowers were willing to share and lenders like that more because they could see their potential return on investment would be a small amount of money and the raw data on their family member. And that kind of started to change things to make things more successful. But so when I mean launch, hey, yeah, we kind of launched, but we're, we're figuring it out, we're tweaking. So I'm saying we're still in beta until, um, until things are moving smoothly, smoothly with all customers as we grow.
0: I mean, (laughs) I say launch, I mean, startups have more launches than NASA these days. I'm interested to know when it's in this phase, you mentioned some of them before, but what are you really learning about your users? I
1: think some of the things that I mentioned around the IVF treatments and the, the real kind of bizarre, you know, the
0: car seat
1: example, burying a family member, a relative, flying somewhere to, to, to go to somebody's funeral. I think these have been, these are things I didn't expect. These are kind of the, they're really, really personal really personal i didn't expect it to be so
0: so real but so real yeah. yeah because i
1: guess when you currently look at lending it's like what do you need the money for and then you tick a box and it's like i need it for car finance or i need it for this or i need it for that it's not here's my my personal story these are this these is what i need it for and these are the reasons behind why i'm seeking the money and so we get all of that information when people are, are creating their campaigns to share, which is amazing, mm-hmm. what people are willing to kind of uh, input, yeah, and like just fascinating to learn about.
0: You build a platform thinking it's going to be used for A, but then customers come on it, it's being used for B, and it's like it's it's understanding that yes, what I what I, what I want this platform to do is there, but mm-hmm. the customers ultimately dictate how they're going to use it and that's that's that adventure doesn't it it's part of that adventure of the startup where you, you you launch you launch it your customers come on and they're like forget what you want this platform to be i'm, I'm exactly. going to use it for this and it's like huh it's really a, a moment that you sit back and think you know what it's there they're using it but wow they're using it for very different reasons than what i thought for sure for sure, for sure. I it. but
1: it's exciting it's exciting kind of Every single person that comes onto your platform and learning about them and, and then ringing them up and talking to them and you know, understanding about who they are and yeah, you started with nothing and now you have, yeah, X many hundreds of people kind of doing things with it.
0: And you mentioned there um, you start a campaign to start a business. Could you see very early stage startups coming on to Just Lend for that family and friends round? Could that be a thing?
1: Yes. I mean, not in terms of equity, but obviously in terms of a loan. Yes. So um, we've already seen people come on for photography equipment for a photography business, you know, a hair salon. So kind of getting that chair, renting that chair. These are the types of things, food truck. We're seeing
0: some of that. So that's quite exciting. I'd love to have a burger van or something like that. Honestly, I <laughs> would love it, <laughs> but it's, it's great that you're getting people on the platform that have those stories you know oh i i sell burgers on a match day and it's because just i went through just lend it's like that's the narrative that just lend can be a part of and i think that's a, that's a lovely touch that it's got the potential there to be part of someone's you know venture or whatever i think that's brilliant
1: yeah i think yeah and there's and also yeah no i agree and like when we talk about family as well like what does family look like when it comes to that burger van at that football club you know, we've had some people come on our platform that don't have a big family network, but you know, they are part of South Bend on Sea football club. A borrower creates a campaign, they put all the terms in and then they share it with their family and friends with a, a unique URL. Now you can put that URL on to South end on Sea, you know, fan page or you within your fan community and that group can fund your campaign because they're like your family in the sense that you go to every single away game with them and you know them all really well
0: yeah. so that was
1: actually an example that was somebody that uh, came on our platform and was initially wasn't entirely sure where he would raised the capital from and he said talked about his mum and his dad and his grand, and said that they might be able to fund some but he didn't really know where else to go and then he started talking to me about uh, how he was a south end on sea football fan and how he goes to every single away game uh on the coach um, and I said, well, what about sharing it with that group? <laughs> so, and that, that, that was interesting.
0: That's brilliant. I love it. It's it's that community aspect. I think it's brilliant. What has been sort of the one big lesson that you want to share today with, with any entrepreneur watching, if they're, they're starting their, their journey, what's the one big lesson you would just want to say is like, this is what occurred for me this is what i want to share
1: things take time um there's a saying isn't there we expect too much in one year and not enough in 10 and i think that's incredibly true like to understand how the world of payments works in a year you are not going to understand it that quickly or um it's going to take you time to understand your customers is going to take you time. You may have to do a number of pivots to find product market fit. Um, All of it takes time. So if you're going into a startup, don't think that you're going to get overnight success.
0: Perfectly put. And I think a lot of people are put off by that or have to invest 10 years of my life into this. I, I, I can't do that. It's like, you can. It doesn't matter if you don't know all the skills or all the knowledge that you need. You'll learn it over time. It's just about going for it. Yeah, it's
1: skill building. You know, people want to learn to play the guitar. Yeah, it takes time. I've never had the patience to learn the guitar. I've always wanted to learn the guitar, but never had the patience to do it. And it's the same with anything, whether it's a career, you know, starting off as a junior and climbing the ranks, or whether it's um, a startup. It takes time to understand all the aspects of what you need to know. Another piece of advice, which may be interesting is that if you're thinking about entrepreneurship, it might be a good idea to join a startup at first, depending on the type of startup that you're looking to do. So if it's a lifestyle business that might be different, but if it's a big idea, it might be a good idea to join somebody that's been there or done it before and learn from them um learn on their dime as uh maybe one way of putting it before kind of plunging in yourself that's from my experience but um each their own but i definitely found that very useful learning from peter and incredibly grateful for
0: that and where's peter now is he doing other stuff or no he's still
1: i think he's still with navme and voxel maps yeah it's grown to be I'm not sure exactly how many people are in that business now. I don't know if it's, I think it might be around 3000 people. So it's doing pretty well. He lives in America. So, um, that's, that's Pete. <laughs> he was a fantastic person to learn from. So yeah, yeah. very honored.
0: And, uh, are you still in touch? Is still like a mentor figure to yourself? Or? I haven't
1: spoken to him recently or in a while, but, um, yeah, still, yeah, still definitely a mentor figure because when I go through certain situations, I think, hmm, maybe what what would Pete do in this example?
0: What would Peter uh, do? <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> so and uh, yeah, and from those experiences that I had in the past, it makes me go, oh yeah, you yeah, know, that's something. Yeah, I can do that. So. Yeah. good
0: lessons good lessons yeah, fantastic
1: lessons fantastic lessons.
0: brilliant and craig thanks for hopping on the podcast with me today covered a lot and it's good to see there's good honest people doing good things because that's what we need right now
1: there are more people doing social impact capitalist capitalist social impact venture, social in, basically social impact ventures that provide financial return and we're seeing that grow aren't we which is which is lovely and there's more and more startups kind of in this space, tricky for the investors in some ways, but I think they're adapting now to kind of more positive impacts uh, companies being created.
0: No, I agree. I've seen a lot of good things happening. It just needs shouted about more, and this is why people in startup will do podcasts and shout yeah. about other people. And it's you know all we'll this yeah, together.
1: It's not just purely about the financial return. It's about the social impact, and and that's the. We're seeing some more of that happen, but it's not the easiest thing to do because, you know, in the world that we live in, a lot of it's purely on financial return, so we've got that. But I'm seeing that shift occur, and I think you're seeing that in some of your guests too.
0: Having some great conversations, some great things happening. And Craig, you're one of them. You're doing great things. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Lastly, would you like to tell the audience where they can connect with you, what they should check out? Just let them know.
1: Yeah. So if you want to learn more about JustLend, you can go to JustLend.co. So uh, JustLend.co. You can also kind of follow us on Instagram at JustLend. You can find us on LinkedIn at JustLend, Twitter at JustLend. And we've just started on TikTok. So give us some time on that one. (laughs) But that's also JustLend.co, I believe it is on, on TikTok.
0: There you go. Brilliant. I need to get on TikTok. I keep saying that. I just need to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's what we're learning about. So, definitely, <laughs> that, that's the new medium, medium. That's the main medium, actually. So, although we have good followings on all the other platforms, we really want to explore TikTok.
0: <laughs> yeah, TikTok seems where the eyes are at the moment. Thank you for joining me on Founder Sessions today. Yeah, go check out Craig's stuff. Go follow Just Land. And yeah, we've had a good time. Thank you. Yeah.